This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer. Oh, you can't hear us? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. I can okay. hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, of course, we are, we're down a, we're down a guy. Where's Terrell? He's still he's still in Georgia. He said he ain't never coming back. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was hoping he's down there still recruiting. Maybe he had an uh, extra day to get, uh, you know, rub some elbows down there. Yeah, nah, he said, he, he, he told me, you know, y'all, we mess with him so much as far as on that, that corn dog stuff that... You know, they want him to be a recruiter for the university. <laughs> so they're just going to have him sta- stationed down there. Yeah. You see this guy behind me? Yeah. If you're on YouTube, you can see him. He's in a Tulane uniform. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But J- Jordan Gidry, remember that name? Defensive end, 6'3", 245. Remember that name? We got an awesome show. Listen, Randy Gregory, we're going to start with. Back at Memorial Stadium. We're going to talk a little bit about Dylan Riola. We'll talk Nick Saban, NIL rejection. We'll talk, is this the end of the road for Hoiberg? <laughs> we'll also talk Kansas City Chiefs. How bad was the refing? And Stetson Bennett arrested. Public intoxication. Will it hurt his efforts in the NFL? Yes or no? Bach, let's start it off. Randy Gregory, back at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool. That was uh, kind of Matt Rule tweeted out. Nebraska had their own uh, tweet, too, yesterday. Uh, Randy Gregory back in the stadium, meeting with Matt Rule, getting looks like a care package, picture uh, opportunities. And, uh, you know, it's just really cool. I don't know why Randy Gregory was back in town necessarily, but I hope he was invited back. I hope this was, a pl- you know, some somewhat of a publicity stunt to get um, a, a, a welcome out there for former players, especially NFL players, as we watch all those games yesterday on Sunday or those two games yesterday and and now it kind of whittles down you got four Huskers now in the Super Bowl um you might not have as big a contingency as you did in the early 2000s or mid 90s whatever with all-stars and and great NFL grades so I think it's really smart to take the you know a guy like Randy Gregory who is really notable most people know of him uh whether it's for his play on the field or the fact that he gets suspended quite a bit you know throughout his his career but most NFL fans most just football fans in general know the name Randy Gregory and so to um to emphasize that uh, I think is is great for Matt Rule and it's quite frankly just something 
We haven't seen too much from the previous staffs. Yeah, I listen. The fact that Randy Gregory was back at Memorial Stadium when they when he got there, they presented him gifts. They got him a bag. I'm quite sure they got him shoes. The whole works. Um, man, that that was like Christmas for Randy Gregory. I mean, I seen a guy who probably hadn't been embraced by his alma mater get embraced by the alma mater that he that he he gave everything up for. As far as you know, I mean, you do. Um, He's went on to play for the Dallas Cowboys and now Denver Broncos and have a pretty decent long career. Uh, you got to respect that. The fact that Matt Rule and company are reaching out and bringing uh, the likes of a Randy Gregory back, that's the last defensive end really to really have a, uh, a to do anything out there. So it's, it's all respect, man. I think it's huge. I think uh, Matt Rule is, is, is earning my respect. Not with what he's saying, but with his actions. We're watching Matt Rule build uh, a, a program. Dion who? I said it. Dion who? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I hope to, I hope this is the first of many, uh, you know, opportunities. There's still a few guys obviously playing in the league, but you kind of think about the most notable Huskers right now that are that are playing the Levante Davids and Dominican Sues. And of course, it's got to work out with their schedule too. Maybe they just you know don't have the time to come back to Lincoln right now. But um, obviously, Sue doesn't. He's kind of busy. Uh, but they've. Uh, I, I hope you see more of this, this this kind of family mentality, this approach. And it's interesting, too, because it, it's highlighting the NFL. Um, and and that's something that, I that you know, we talked about before. Maybe not be um, the best sales pitch to some of these players that are currently on, on, on college rosters. Now, a lot of them are, are going to look at it regardless. Um, but you, you were kind of arguing last week that, you know, maybe you need to focus more on each other, teammates, you know, getting this team risen up rather than a bunch of guys that are kind of thinking of their NFL prospects, which is it's interesting. I think there's if, if you're rule, you got to do a good blend there of kind of making this family approach and, and you know, once a Husker, always a Husker will take care of you. We'd love to have you back. Um, mix of, of, of what he's sold, which he's been saying from the beginning, is he's, he's, his focus isn't get to get you to the NFL. It's to get you a second contract in the NFL. Um, so it's it's interesting. He's he is somewhat NFL focused, and of course, being a former NFL uh, coach, um, he's got to do a, 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 a tight walk there of making sure the focus still is on Nebraska, on getting this team better. And you know, when you kind of think about having those type of players, NFL players, it matters. But what matters more is to get the most out of them while they're here. Have all conference players that go on to be NFL players. So um, it's just kind of interesting to 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 note. What is what is the focus of Matt Rule and and you know it, it's kind of a combination of both those things and I love it I think it's a perfect recruiting pitch. Yeah, I think he's doing he's doing an excellent job of you know mixing the old with the new and and uh, you know you got to take your hat off to it. He's getting some great recruits. You know we just picked up another recruit, defensive lineman, uh, Sua Lafota, defensive lineman, six four two eighty five. So when, you know, we talk about having that big guy in the middle in that 3-3-5 defense, that's a guy who was committed to Washington who has an opportunity to probably come in here and play as a freshman if he gets in the weight room now. But I think that, that well, listen, we got we to gotta look at youth and we got to throw it out there and let them, let them be tried by fire. And before you know it, you'll find a suit. You'll find a Levante David. The thing that, 
you know, I, I would like to see us get, um, uh, you know, I'm saying maybe a line, another linebacker, but this is a big get, I think, for that defensive line um, that needs to build that. Well, yeah, and it's 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 again to me. I mean, every every extra additional commit is another roster spot that's going to be up for grabs as far as the scholarships go. So um, it's kind of interesting to to follow that along. And and I kind of figured when they had the signing, just because they're all already over the scholarship limit, um, you know, that early signing days kind of become just signing day overall. It's when a lot of people want to want to jump aboard. So many of them can get into classes for January and get that jump start in their college football career. But um, you know, I don't know if this is the end if they're going to keep adding guys um but um it you know it's it's hard to imagine those guys fighting necessarily as you know they're kind of long-term prospects so um it's 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 it, it, it's interesting. It's a different messaging uh, to, uh, to the, the current roster. And then again, I think, too, you know, how many of those guys are, are, are going to be there by the end of the spring? How many of those guys are going to be are, are even there? Maybe it's not public knowledge that a few of them have already left the team. So who really knows? Um, but it, 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 it again, it adds another spot that's that's likely going to be taken away from the roster prior you know, to what Matt Rule inherited. Uh, I mean, I think that as far as the scholarship goes, It'll weed itself out during practice. I think once you start to figure out when you went from one to, to five or if you was a guy that went from five to one, when you start to figure that out, you 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 understand real quick, maybe this not this might not be the school for you. I think uh, it's going to be open up the competition, and I think the best man is going to win with this staff. I don't think that this staff is going to play guys because they like them that boosters are paying big money for him. I think at the end of the day, Matt Rule knows he has to get the job done. And so in knowing that, you have to put your best foot forward and make sure that the players that you put out on the field, because you're going to get graded on what you do and what you put out on the field. Yeah, I, I and I, I – I... It's just it, you know, like you said, it weeds itself out. But it, you usually say that with like four, five, or six extra scholarships. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of weeding from from that coaching staff. But uh, again, I think that this uh, we we've talked about this before. I think that I don't know if this is just the transition year or this is going to be something. Maybe you, you do moving forward. We don't know. Obviously, with the NIL stuff, can they cover? Can you get some of that that additional guys covered basically and and have? 85 scholarships, but other guys having their school paid for all that. I mean, this could be a, a you know a strategy we talked about before. Nebraska's needed to be innovative in the past to, to jump ahead of, of many other college football teams. This might be um, kind of taking advantage of that. So uh, I'm certainly taking advantage of the, of the fact that you both, you know used to be only bring in 25 recruits. There's there's plenty guys plenty of teams doing that now, but um, it's uh, it, it, it it's going to make for a very intriguing offseason. Uh, it, it and then I love it. I mean, college football as much as you don't like it, some people don't like the transfer portal and what it's doing to athletes and all that. College football, um, maybe taking a page out of the NFL here, seemingly is turning into a year-long sport where there's just there's always something going on, always something to talk about, um, always roster addition, attrition. Um, and, uh, and so it, it's and for me as a college football fan, I'm, I'm, I kind of like it because there's no you know more dead period of, well, we just kind of wait and look at the schedule, and, and there, there's always something going on. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I, I tell you what, man. I'd rather have the numbers than not have the numbers. Mm, that's, that's that, I mean, you, you're picking from a better... Uh, a lot of, of, of young men. So um, to be able to give them all the opportunity, I mean, you know, they could be jerks and just cut people now, but to keep them around, I think to keep them around, if they want to be there, give them an opportunity to win. If they want to, you know, give them an opportunity to compete. And then if they see that they're not where they want, and, you know, Coach Osborne was always a coach that would help a guy get to another place if he was unhappy where he was at at Nebraska. So, I, you know, I would think that Coach Rule and company would be the same type of way where these young men didn't ask to be put in this situation of having three and four coaches over their, over their short four- and five-year career. You know, you got to think about those seniors that's going to be in the building. Newsom, uh, 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 Farmer, um, uh, Robinson, all guys that have been there over time and had to, to deal with all of the turmoil that they had to, ter- to deal with. Those are the young men that I think about. I think about how how would I feel dealing with three different staffs, three different ideology, three different conversations, you know, all in a span of five years. So, um, you know, I would I would think that this is stability and that Coach Rule would would definitely help guys when they if if it's not going to work at Nebraska, it can work somewhere else, mm. you know, and and you help them get to the next level get to another school, whether that's upgrade, downgrade, whatever that is, you do that when a guy sees that, hey, I'm fifth. I know I'm probably not going to play, but I can go play at Wayne State or I can go play at uh, Tulane. You know, you might have to take a step down, whatever. But I think a school is more apt to help when you go through that process than when you just, like, dip out. Because when you dip, that's on your own reconnaissance. And see, while, you, while you're saying that about, like, the older players, too, it just kind of leads me back to my thought that I, I, I really do think, and I know it, it's, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around, you know, you being a three-time national champion, even talking to DP about it because, um, you know, you don't go into any locker room saying, hey, we want to win 50% of our games. But I've got to imagine if they can if they can some way get to, to, to six wins, and I know we can do the schedule watching and all this stuff, and you can say, well, they, but we've done that in the past. Those guys in that locker room, if they can get to a bowl game this year, Year. I I don't have any other way of seeing it as more of a success because, like you said, they've been they've been through it, man. They've they've had coaches come and go and different and, and all these different expectations and never quite get to that bowl game. And so I know that's not the that's not the expectation at Nebraska, and and, and it really shouldn't be your expectation for a single year. Is like, hey, let's just win half our games. That's pretty good. But uh, I gotta imagine for those kids to if if they were able to do that and even graduate and move on from Nebraska after getting Nebraska to a bowl game, they would feel like, hey, 
we we were down. We you know we kind of went through it through our career, but we took that first step in in getting this program backward to where it needs to be by getting them to a bowl game. So I mean I I understand there's all different ways to kind of look at it, but I I I gotta say regardless if they can get to a bowl, I shouldn't say regardless because they were offered a bowl game at three and five or you know if you get in a five and seven bowl game or whatever. Stop but for this shenanigans, I just I just I've let you I've let you ramble about them getting to a bowl game and that's being good enough. Six and six is not good enough, bro. It hasn't if happened shooting, their whole career. If we're shooting for six and six, it's a failure. That, that's right? not what you shoot for, but. Well, I, I'm even talking about us. I don't. Listen, even though I'm going to be realistic and, and, and see, we don't know what we're going to get until they get out there and play. Right. And the first time we'll be able to see them is going to be April 22nd, spring game, which is going to be a competition. That means there's going to be some rock'em, sock'em, uh, jaw-breaking hits going on out there because guys are going to be trying to get positions. Your position is earned in the spring game. It's not earned in any other facet of the game. Spring game, spring football is where you set yourself apart from the other guys that's in the room. That's how it's always been. And so if we get back to that, to me, the mindset is, Okay, we're going to play the best. Guess why you got to play the best? Because if you play the best at the spring game, guess who's going to see who you think the best is? Guys that are going to emerge and make plays out there at the spring, we're going to be able to see them make plays. Live action running 150 miles an hour, not going through a ballerina and going through a flag football game. You can't, you can't, you don't know anything about a football team doing it that way. Just like the NFL. Guess what they're going to? They got to be listening to the captain show, but guess what they're going to do in the Pro Bowl? <laughs> it's two in touch or flag? Flag football. Yeah. I mean, why not? I think it'll be a better game. You'll be able to see some of those big athletic linemen do some, some things that you probably don't think they can do. Are you going to watch it? Period. The flag football game? Pro Bowl? Heck yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Because 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 flag football is a completely different game. Yeah, you know now now it's not about uh, size and girth. It's more about um, I think to me plays and speed. You know who can get open because now you're going after a flag. You know a pro agility wins. Let's get to some of these texts before we throw it to break. Uh, it won't be that difficult. You can cut ten kids. And they get school paid for for the from first year head coach. Yeah, because there's a new coach. Hard. There is a rule that you, I mean they can get their school paid for, so it won't count against your football scholarships. But I I've got to think most of these kids that don't just want to mail it in and give up their football careers. So I don't know how much that's going to happen. Probably, it might happen one or two for a couple kids, but I think most of them are going to be looking for another opportunity elsewhere. Yeah, Sugar Shane says better too many than not enough. I agree. Uh, cheeseburger, do scholarship players on scout team? Count against your numbers? Absolutely. Absolutely. They have to count against the numbers because that's a scholarship player. So yeah. a guy that'll come in, you know, we talked about the kid that, that wanted the scholarship. Hey, if he's if he is not good enough to play, he's gonna go redshirt. To me, this is me talking now. This is Coach Jackson. Every freshman is gonna play four games. I'm I you get if especially if it's a blow, I'm gonna get you in the game. I'm saying I want them suited. I want them going through game time preparations. I want them feeling what it what it means to go through the games. 
and I'm playing them early. Hmm. So I can start weeding them out. All right, you ain't playing no more. Sit down. You you red shirt. You're going to red shirt. You're going to red shirt. We're going to keep you playing because you just may find a star out of those freshmen. Mm-hmm. If you don't play them, how do you know what they can do in game time situations? You know, a coach that can tell me that you, you can you can learn a ton by practice. But there's some players that don't practice super hard. Well, let me let me let me rephrase that. They practice hard and they don't really necessarily make big plays. But in the games, it's something they've got a game button. You know, so you want to see those guys that got game buttons that can play that are super ballers in the game. And, and I mean, it's just gamers. Terrell Farley, gamer. Quiet all throughout the week. I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's making plays in practice, but not like he made plays in the game. Mm-hmm. No way. Okay. And, and and Terrell may may argue that point Wednesday when he gets back. <laughs> he, he, he's probably listening, but he didn't make as many plays in practice that he did in the game. You know, so I, I, I look at that as a as a as a big plus. Um to be able to play as a true freshman in games, it gives you opportunity that we didn't get a chance to get. You know, and as a young guy, the more you can get him into the fire, the better he gets. Big Bird says, spring is like preseason for NFL, fighting for roster spots. I agree. Mm. Uh, Andrew, what? Not going to a bowl game for me. Was it not going to a bowl game or not tackling in spring game? (laughs) I got to thinking. When or what was the first thing that made you think it wasn't going to work with Scott Frost? (laughs) Six to six is obviously an improvement over the last six years. Huh? Huh? It is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Out of seven of the last eight years, they haven't been able to do that. So that's Are why that's why I me? think it's a good year. And by the way, Dylan Riola is the front runner. Nebraska is the front runner for Dylan Riola. They're certainly making a push for it. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you said. I don't agree, though. Why? I think Nebraska has to do extra. I, I think that's what I like about this whole push and getting the whole staff out there. I think Nebraska's got to do extra to keep themselves in the conversation, and they're doing it. They're not. They're not acting like the front runner. They're acting like they got to put in the work. No, they acting like the front runner. The front runner always bring the whole staff. You get a, you you get a chance to sign a generational talent that's got ties with the program, with his uncle being the coach, the offensive line coach, offensive line coach. Let me say that offensive line coach. I'm not going to say it one more time. What's the offensive line's number one rule? Protect the quarterback. Dylan Riola, coming to the Huskers. Go be <laughs> red. We'll be right back. I guess. <laughs>